I speak to you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanksgiving Day is a time to reflect and give serious thought to what we are thankful for in our lives. Come together with family and friends around the dining room table, share a meal, and give thanks for life's blessings. has been a part of our nation's tradition and history since the first English settlers arrived in Jamestown almost 400 years ago, sharing their bounty with their Native American brothers and sisters. And so this is a treasured tradition that we all observe in some way or other. But I just wonder, if we are aware how this seemingly simple act of saying thank you holds within it the incredible potential to transform people's lives. It's about gratitude. Being grateful for life's blessings liberates us in a most unique and powerful way. Gratitude frees us from losing heart during anxious and troubling times. It works as an antidote from becoming cynical, disillusioned, discouraged, and falling into the pit of despair that so many of us feel today in these complex, broken times. As ironic as it sounds, we need to say thank you more than ever as we face the world today given the great political decisiveness in our country and the world at large. Natural disasters, wars, civil unrest that have cost thousands and thousands of lives and created humanitarian crises that loom large across our nation and the entire planet. Hunger, homelessness, racism, the opioid crisis, gun violence, all these things and more mar the fabric of our lives in the 21st century. So how, in God's name, and I mean that literally, how in God's name can we possibly say thank you in the midst of these overwhelming challenges? Gratitude gives us a firm grounding from which to stand and have a very unique view of the world. As if we are standing at a 30,000 foot level and we have a vantage point where we have a much clearer perspective and we are able to see the innate goodness of humanity and of all God's sacred creation, even when things seem to be going south. When we stop, reflect, and give thanks for even the smallest thing, no matter how tiny or insignificant it may seem, Something begins to change. Something stirs and shifts with inside of us. Gratitude does funny things to us. We may find that is if we are awakened from a deep sleep and we see the world anew for the very first time. We discover that we may transition from a former position of privilege, really not giving much thought to have the basic needs that we have always had in our lives, to a new profound awareness, a vigilance that all that we have, all that we are, and all that we will have in life is indeed a gift, a blessing from God.
I dare say those of us who have always had a roof over our heads, food on the table, assuming we have a table, adequate clothing, water to drink, plus an opportunity for education, have scarcely considered what it would be like if we woke up the next morning and we had none of these things. Yet, that is how most of the world lives, having few of any of these most basic needs. Recently, I saw a wonderful video that, to me, brought home the message of gratitude in the most profound but a delightful way. The film begins with the man who wakes up in the morning, but he's covered with wrapping paper, like a big present. And he breaks open and he can takes a deep breath. And he is thrilled to be alive. He's ecstatic. And he leans over and there's his wife all wrapped up in a grip in a in wrapping paper. And she breaks through and takes a deep breath. And he is so delighted to find her there. Then he gets out of bed and then he goes to the bathroom and there the faucet is wrapped in water and he tears it open, turns the water on. He's ecstatic, he has clean water to bathe in. And to make it even better, he opens the door and there's a big bubble in the shower. He is so thrilled that there's a place that he can be clean in clean water. And he goes on and on. He goes to the breakfast table and there's a big gift on the table and it's his breakfast. Breaks it open, he's so delighted to have food to fill his stomach. And then next to him is another gift and it's a steaming cup of hot coffee. And then he looks down on these two gifts and he opens them in their shoes. He's so thrilled to have shoes on his feet. And then his children present him this big kind of rectangle gift and he unwraps it. It's a briefcase. He has work to do. He is so delighted. And then he finds a small gift on the table and wraps it. And it's car keys. He has transportation to get to and from work. You get the gist of this. Everything he sees in his eyes is a true gift. And he is so genuinely appreciative and grateful and excited. It is infectious to see this, that it brings home the message of how we take for granted so easily the gifts we have been given. Pastor and writer David Luce states, I think gratitude is the noblest emotion. Gratitude draws us out of ourselves into something larger, bigger, and grander than we could imagine and joins us to the font of blessing itself. We see this in today's gospel reading. Jesus heals ten lepers. In doing so, he has breached a number of taboos, reaching out to these social outcasts to heal them. And then he tells them, go, present yourself to the priest, which is in keeping with tradition at that time. And so they go on their way. Now they've done nothing wrong. They're following the instruction Jesus has given them. But one hesitates. He turns around and he runs back to Jesus and he falls down in the dirt right before him. And he takes this as an opportunity to thank him for this healing, this physical healing of his body. In doing something 
something has shifted. Because he has gone back and he has recognized with great thanksgiving that initial blessing he received from Jesus. And in saying thank you after the recognition, he opens himself up for an additional blessing. And this is where he is truly healed and made whole in a spiritual sense. So he had a physical blessing initially, and then going back and saying thank you again out of sincere gratitude, he receives the second, I would say the most important, where he's truly made whole. And what a sight that must have been. In the middle of this small village, this young rabbi bending over and touching and healing this outcast, this leper, this Samaritan, who Jews were to have nothing to do with because they were held as unclean because they worshipped pagan gods. But Jesus doesn't care. He's there to give the blessing. And after having done so, this young man walks away, not as a Samaritan, not as a leper, not as an outcast. He walks away as a beautiful, beloved child of God. May hold. I think this is what we all yearn for. This day we recognize the blessings and then we say thank you. It opens a pathway to more blessings within our lives, a pathway to healing and wholeness in ways we could never, never imagine. Yes, we give thanks for a nation that continues to strive to be a beacon of hope for others. Yes, we make a lot of mistakes. We have a long way to go, but there is much to be thankful for. We are blessed with a robust economy. We have stores and supermarkets with goods and food on the shelves. We have institutions of learning that provide opportunities to learn skills and professions. Brave men and women every day risk their lives to protect us around the globe. We give thanks for public servants, the firemen, the policemen, who keep us safe, medical professionals, all the many, many people that we take for granted and need in our daily lives. We have places of worship, churches, synagogues, mosques, temples, where we can come together freely and count our blessings and say our thank yous. There is more enough, more than enough for all in this world. And today, we stop and think how fortunate and blessed we are. There's a man named Edward Winslow. I've never heard of him before. But he's one of the original pilgrims who was at Jamestown that very first Thanksgiving. And he recorded this event in his diary. And this is what he says as he reveals his gratitude for God's blessing. He says, Our harvest being God men, our governor sent four men on fowling. I think that needs to get birds. So we might, after a special manner, rejoice together after we had gathered the fruits of our labor, at which time many of the Indians coming amongst us, some 90 men, for whom for three days we entertained and feasted. And although it not be not always so plentiful as it was at this time, Yet, by the goodness of God, we are so far from want that we 
often wish you partakers of our plenty. That's gratitude on that very first Thanksgiving. So today, when gathered with friends and families, maybe even strangers, stop and think the ways you have been blessed and then say thank you to those around you. It really doesn't matter how well you say it, how corny it may sound. What matters is that you recognize it and then you say it. You articulate the thanksgiving. And in doing so, we open ourselves for more blessings. In the process, we are changed. We are transformed, made whole and new, just as that young Samaritan so many thousands of years ago. This is what God intended for all of us. So happy Thanksgiving, and may this day be filled with all sorts of unexpected blessings.